Hey guys, and welcome to Wholescale, the podcast for real estate investors and agents where we talk about how to generate more leads, convert more of them into deals, and all of the failures we've had while bringing iSpeed to lead from zero to 10 million in sales. I had no business acumen. I had no knowledge of how to build a sales company. And because of that, there were a lot of mistakes that I made. But there was one mistake in particular that made me leave so much money on the table that I don't even want to think about how much I lost. And the thing is, this is the most easily fixable mistake. And it's the mistake that I see the majority of beginner wholesalers, investors, and agents making across the board. So today we're going to be covering how to solve that. I guess what the problem is and then how to start scaling once you fix that mistake. So here's the story. When I started, I got the majority of my listings off of doing cold calling. So cold calling is simple. You just get a list of people you've never talked to before and you dial through them. The list that I was calling were FISBOs, canceled, and expireds. A FISBO is a for sale by owner. Canceled and expireds are uh, listings that came off of the MLS for some reason or another. And what my goal was is I was calling these people, trying to turn them into my own listings. So I was doing that and my process was every morning I would upload my list and I would dial through it and try to talk to as many people as possible. It was fantastic. I really had a good time doing that. And what happened though is a lot of people I talked to just weren't ready to make a decision right now to work with a realtor, to work with me. So what I would do is, okay, cool. I'm not going to pressure you into doing something. That's not going to be a great start to our relationship. So I'll follow up with you in a month or two months. And what I would do is I would set a task on them inside of my, uh, my power dialer. And then I would wait for that time to come and I would try and hit them again. But the problem that happened is that a, with so much distance between my follow-ups, these people were forgetting about me. They didn't remember me. And it was like starting the conversation brand new. The other problem is that because I kept everything in the same system, the lists I was pulling in there every single day and my leads, it started to get so unorganized. I didn't know who to follow up with. I didn't know when to follow up with them. I didn't know anything about how to keep it organized and tracked. And because of that, I left so many deals on the table. People that I would call months down the line after finally remembering about them. And they said, yeah, I sold my house to somebody else. So many deals that I was just leaving on the table. And when I transitioned to wholesaling, luckily, I already knew the, the solution to this problem. So to, to talk about solving the problem, first, let's get a base understanding of how simple a real estate business is, because it's way more simple than you think. There's only three towers in the business. There's three systems that you need to create. There is marketing, sales, and exit. That is it. Now let's talk about the goals of each. Marketing, the goal is to get people who have intent to sell. That is it. That's your goal. Once somebody has intent to sell, it doesn't matter if it's today, tomorrow, a week, a month, a year, or a decade. It really doesn't matter. Once somebody has intent to sell, this person's considered a lead now. So you're going to move them into your sales process. And the goal for a sales process is to move people from being a lead to being a contract. So getting a contract signed with them. Then the goal for your, uh, once, you, once they have a contract, they move to your exit strategy. And the goal for your exit strategy is to turn a contract into capital. You're going to get your cold, hard cash out of it. Your exit strategies, there's a bunch of them. You can do a listing, you can do a wholesale, you can do a novation, a creative deal. There's more that I'm not naming here. There's so many ways to make money off of real estate contracts. It's, it's crazy. But that's how simple it is. You only need these three systems. And the difference that I did not make that left so much money on the table is I did not differentiate between marketing and sales. I combined the two into one weird fusion where I wasn't doing either to the best of my capabilities because I tried to put them all together. What the solution is for this is separating out the two. So first, let's talk about marketing, how you do it, what marketing is considered, and what the goal is, right? 
Hey guys, quick interruption. I really hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. And if you are, it would mean the world to me if you could share this wherever you do your social sharing. So if you know somebody who could benefit from this and you think it would help their business scale, it would mean so much if you just drop them a link. That's all I got for you guys. Thank you so much. And back to the show. Marketing is where you are turning prospects into leads, right? I've told you what a lead is, that somebody was intent to sell. So what's a prospect? A prospect is somebody you think that they might have intent to sell. So when I'm pulling up the for sale by owners, the cancels or the expired listings, or if you're in a wholesale situation where you're going to be doing, you know, like a probate or a pre-foreclosure or any of the other lists that you pull, you have them because you think that they might want to sell. So this is only a prospect. And this is one of the most misleading things in the industry because there's certain softwares that will tell you, hey, get a thousand free leads with us. No, no, you're not going to get a thousand free leads. You're getting a thousand free prospects. Huge, huge difference there. You want leads, not prospects. But you have to start with prospects to get the leads. So you get the prospects loaded in. Now you're going to use your method of outreach to them. So this can be any number of things. You can do mass SMS where you do a big blanket text message that goes out to all of them. You can do cold calling where you're going to have this prospect list and dial through them all, trying to get in contact as many as possible. You can do direct mail where you send mail to them. You can do door knocking where you're going to go physically knock on their doors. You can start to run ads to these people, right? So that's going to be PPC. There's so many ways to turn these prospects into leads. I mean, the I, won't, I guess I'm not, I'm not going to get that in depth on that, but that is what marketing is. And now, once you have a lead, the goal is to get them into a sales process so that you can follow up with them consistently and for a long time. That's it. Consistently for a long time. A lot of people, they're not that great on the phones. I'm lucky to be in a position where I've made enough reps on the phone that I'm really pretty good. So the thing is, if I went in a competition and to see who could get more, many, or more deals against somebody who's not very great on the phones, but they had a follow-up process that lasted a really long time, well, guess what? That person's going to beat me. I guarantee it. Same thing goes for you. If you're not fantastic on the phones, but you're following up longer than everybody who is really fantastic, you're going to get the majority of deals taken from them because you're just going to build more trust. You're going to have more contacts. You're going to be there more for the seller than somebody who's fantastic on the phones. So that's one thing. And same thing then goes for you people who are fantastic on the phones. If you're not following up long term, you're leaving so much money on the table. But now let's talk about how to solve the problem. You need to differentiate your processes. You need to completely 100% separate your marketing from your sales. This is guaranteed to increase the amount of conversions you get. So what I did wrong is I kept all my leads and prospects inside of one system. And I cannot recommend enough that you do the exact same thing inside of your business. If you have all of your leads and all of your prospects inside of one thing, it's bound to start getting bogged down. You're not going to be able to figure out who's where, when they go there, why they go there, when to follow up. There's so many different variables that can happen. And it makes it a lot tougher to track your data from A to Z because the numbers are going to be what's uh, going to allow you to actually scale your business. So let's talk about the difference here between a marketing software and a sales software. The marketing software has one goal, volume. How many dials can you make with it, right? How many SMS messages can I send? How many mailers can I send? How many emails, right? That's the goal. How much volume can I put out? Because the more volume you put out, the more people you're going to have the opportunity to see if they want to sell. And of course, you can make your marketing more and more efficient. You can get better on the phones. You can write a better text message. Your mail can be handwritten rather than printed, whatever. There's so many ways that you can start to create efficiencies, but that's besides the point. The main thing is you want your marketing systems to be able to do volume. But once you move into sales system, the difference is now instead of volume, it's quality and consistency. Once somebody's a lead, let's say they want to sell in two months. 
if I hit them up once a week, send them a text saying, hey, how are you doing? What's, you know, just checking in, seeing how life's going. I'll give them a phone call, just see what the process looks like. I know they don't want to sell for two months. I have a quick conversation, catch up, keep going. Now, when that two month mark comes and I've had eight text messages to them, eight phone calls, we've had a fantastic time together and they're ready to sell now, who are they going to go with? They're going to go with me because I had quality and consistency. That's what you want your sales process to do. That's what you want your sales software to do, which is where you want a CRM into play, a customer relationship manager. A question that I get asked is what's the best CRM? And the, the truthful answer is there is no best CRM. The best CRM is the one that you use consistently. The most basic version of a CRM is a Google sheet. The most advanced level of a CRM is like something that I have, which has tons of infinite automated follow-up processes, automations from A to Z, um, um, list stacking, has everything built in to hit these leads with the highest level of, uh, of veracity that I can, right? That's the pinnacle. But if I had this system and I had a Google Sheet and I used the Google Sheet all day and I didn't use this at all, the Google Sheet would be a better system for me. That's simply put. So the best CRM is the one that you use the most. You don't have to limit yourself by saying, I don't have a fantastic software to do this. You can do this with any software. You can do it with a Google Sheet. You can do it with the most simple basic stuff, a free account of Podio. You can do it with all the stuff that's available at your fingertips right now without expending any extra money. But the one thing that you need to stay consistent on is following up with these people longer and more than anybody else. Now, when we're talking about scaling, let's talk about which of these towers we focus on first, marketing, sales, or exit, right? A lot of people that I see when they're looking at doing more deals, they look towards the exit strategy first. They're going to be in a Facebook group or so they're going to be on social media and they're going to see somebody promoting a course that says, hey, learn this exit strategy, learn how to do X type of deal, Y type of deal, right? And they think, oh shit, if I could do that, I would do twice as many deals. That's just not quite true. You know why? Your problem isn't that you don't know how to do that many types of deals. Your problem is that you don't have many leads in your pipeline. You don't have that many motivated sellers who want to get a contract signed with you. Right. And the solution to that, if you want more leads in your pipeline, is you need to focus on your marketing. So for beginners, the, the order in which you focus on your business is marketing first. You want to double down, triple down, quadruple down on your marketing. And then the second thing you focus on is your sales process. How can I create more efficiency? Then the third thing you focus on is your exit strategies. Right. When we're looking at the different exit strategies, think of those like tools on your toolbar, right? You've got your hammer to put your nails in the wall. You've got your screws to get your screws and you've got your drill to put holes. Each of them have a different purpose and each of them go towards the same goal of getting a house built. But the problem is if you have no materials, then there's no house to build. Those materials are your leads. So if you don't have leads, what's the, what, you know, who cares if you can do a hundred different types of deals, if you can't get anything, uh, you don't have any leads in your pipeline. So the focus first should be doubling down in your marketing. If you're doing cold calling, set up a process, right? Just document the approach and say linearly, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, I'm going to do this to this, to this, to this, to this. A is I'm going to go pull the list from this source. B, I'm going to skip trace it here. C, I'm going to upload it to the dialer. D, I'm going to call it once. E, I'm going to call it twice. Uh, F, I'm going to call it the third time. Then you track your numbers on it. How many contacts did I have? How many leads did I generate out of those contacts? So now you can be able to figure out, okay, in one hour, I called 100 leads. I got 20 contacts. I got five leads. Wow. So one hour equals five leads. Then you can figure out what it costs you to pull that list and skip trace it. You can say my time costs $4 an hour. And now you can assign a cost to each of these leads. And now you can figure out how much each of your deals costs because you move it into the sales process and you're following up long-term and you know that each of your leads cost, let's say $10, right? And it takes you a hundred of your leads to get a contract signed. 
well, what's 100 times 10? $1,000. Oh, shit, my contracts cost $1,000 each. And each contract is making me $10,000. i am getting a 10 to 1 ROI. So you see how when you focus on the marketing, then sales, and then exit, and you systematize and break apart each process, you can now track your numbers through and figure out what marketing sources are working. You can figure out how to scale your marketing because now you can figure out, huh, what would get me more deals? You know what, why don't I just make more dials? Or you can look at it and say, ah, oh, you know, I'm already making a ton of dials. If I want to get more deals, these dials need to be higher quality. So you can either go get better data or you can get better people on the phones. Now you can think about scaling, right? Do I hire people? How do I hire people? It makes your life so much easier breaking apart your systems into different towers and not having them all into one giant blob that is your entire business in one software. So guys, that right there is a simple breakdown of how you're probably missing out on a ton of deals and you don't even know it. If you guys enjoyed my first episode of this podcast, make sure to, uh, I guess, listen to more. That's all I can ask from you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. You guys are fantastic. There's going to be way more to come. My name's Liam. I'll talk to you later. Peace.